Good morning, everyone. My name is Carol, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast on how we show up for life. Have a great day and an awesome weekend. The walls of your comfort zone are lovingly decorated with your lifelong collection of favorite excuses. Let me say that again. The walls of your comfort zone are lovingly decorated with your lifelong collection of favorite excuses. That's a quote from Jen Sincero. Uh, I've been reading this book called You're Bad At and Making Money, Master the Mindset of Wealth, but it really talks about the mindset in general, and it relates to today's podcast of how you show up for life. The thoughts that you have, how comfortable you are in your life, and how sometimes you need to be uncomfortable so you can grow and you can be better and you can really just be a different person. Uh, I think a lot of the times we have this conception that we need to like be the same version of ourselves just think like that one friend who used to be like with specific characteristics and maybe they change and they're not the same and we almost take that as like a bad thing like oh my god you're not the same but that's not bad we should change we should always be a new version of ourselves and I love this quote because I think as uncomfortable as it is to change it's so necessary I love changing that's why I've moved from Brazil that's why I moved across the country in the US that's why I'm always looking for ways to improve uh, because I love life so much I just love life and I don't think you fully enjoy life unless you are uncomfortable unless you are shaking your comfort zone unless you are in a job that you don't you are not good at but you're learning and you are just constantly evolving um, anyways I was, I was saying today's podcast about how you perceive how you show up for life. Let me tell you something. Your mind plays a huge role in how you live. And I say that because I've been through so many things at such a young girl in a such an early age that honestly my mindset was that framed me and I think mindset is what differentiates people from like using their challenges as a way to grow and to be resilient and be stronger in life than the people that unfortunately they get stuck and that of course is gonna play out in different ways sometimes a challenge may be uh let a person be stopped because of whatever reason maybe they are in a depression maybe i'm not telling you that you should always be strong and you should always you know use whatever challenge like to grow because sometimes it's hard i've been in a phase of my life like the past couple months where i felt stuck i was like how can i use this to grow like i don't feel i can ever pass this phase of feeling sad i was literally crying every day for two months if it wasn't for my friends uh, from Brazil, if it wasn't for a lot of therapy, I don't know how I would have made. I was such in a bad place. I was literally one, like the, the worst version of myself. I didn't like the Carol. The Carol who was crying, who was confused, who didn't have a purpose, who was anxious, who was lost, who didn't have confidence. But the more I would feed those thoughts, the sadder I would be. The more I would be like, oh my gosh, I would wake up being sad. I would wake up and cry. And that is horrible. 
Now, I'm not saying... I, I like to feel my emotions. And when I'm in my low, I like being in my low. Because I feel things. And I think one of the beauty of life is being able to like feel your emotions. And enjoy when you're sad. And when my therapist told me that, it's like, just... Just think about what you're upset about. Don't do anything. You don't have to text anyone. You don't have to like go eat. You don't have to go work out. You don't have to like just feel your emotions. And it's so hard because when you feel your emotion and when you just sit with your thought and you don't do anything about it, holy moly, it's so hard. It's like this, it's like your heart is literally breaking into pieces. But it's only up to you to pick up the pieces and to get up. Yes, my friends could be there for me. They could call. They could tell me what to do. My family, my, my people from here in DC, they could invite me to do things. But honestly, if I wouldn't change my mindset and I wouldn't get up, I literally just... It's up to me in the end, and that's the message from today. How you decide to leave, it's how you're gonna essentially leave. No one can do that for you. And I like talking about... So a lot of people reach out to me, right? And they are like, oh my God, I don't know how you go to the gym every day. I don't know how you can do that when it's cold. Oh my God, I like envy you so much for having the motivation. Let me tell you, like, I don't always have the motivation. Sometimes I go to the gym, I do 20 minutes of cardio, and sometimes I leave. The past months, I went to the gym so many times. I mean, not so many times, a couple times. I was in the middle of my workout, and this wave of bad thoughts, the sadness. Oh my God, it would literally just hit me, and I would leave the gym. What happened there was my thoughts were stronger than whatever was happening and what one thing that helped me uh, throughout those months was really focusing on the moment if you can't change your situation like right now there is no reason to look at your past and to wish for the future you will have the moment and the moment is the only thing that you have so It's extremely important uh, that you that you embrace your emotions and that you live through them, but that you also reframe your thoughts. So when you wake up, and what I've been doing is literally just making those affirmations. And the book that I, I said in the beginning, it's great because it talks a lot about affirmations, and I don't know what you believe in. I'm not even sure what I believe in, if it's God, if it's a religion, if it's the universe. So whenever I start my prayings, I start with the following sentence. I say, dear God, dear angels, dear universe. And then I say whatever I have to say. First, I say, thank you for who I am, exactly how I am. I am enough. And I continue, you know, being thankful and, and grateful and just making affirmations about who I want to be. Um, that's very important and I think the reason why <laughs> this is like this podcast is literally all over I'm sorry I hope you can stick with my thoughts so relating to the gym because that's something that I've been doing for years and I know a lot of people that can't be constant they go they have a season they feel good and then they stop and then they go back and sometimes this happens in so many areas of our lives right like Maybe we are feeling good for a few months and then we are not. And then we are in a wave of like sadness. Or maybe we are going out and, and being motivate, mo motivated and then we are not anymore. And it's like, it's really interesting. And I love psychology and I love understanding why that happens. But for me, the way I see is like we, we have only today. In fact, we only have the moment. As anxious as I am and as a great planner that I am and I love having goals and ambitions and dreams I I don't know what's gonna happen I don't know if I'll be alive in the next hour I don't know what's essentially it's in the universe for me I don't know what's gonna happen so all I have is the present moment and in the present moment I've been making the choice 
to be happy and to be positive and to have positive thoughts. And honestly, the moment that I start doing that, everything started changing for me. I've been feeling more empowered. I've been feeling more pretty. I've been feeling smarter and more successful. So your thoughts really dictate how you live. Um, when so many, many don't know this, but I used to be. I mean, I like saying I used to be, but part of me still is really afraid of flying. But I'm not saying like, oh, I'm afraid of flying. I'm telling you, if you ever flew with me, you know what's like. Uh, and I'm not even saying if you're my friend. You can be a strange flying next to me. We are gonna become best friends, or you're gonna hate me, one or the other, because I'm gonna hold your hand, and I'm gonna sweat on your hand, and I'm gonna start panicking, and I will cry, and I will be loud, and I will be anxious, and literally, I will fully panic. Um, everything had happened to me in the past, and in the airplane, I just like I'm all over. Uh, I had staff members in the airplane coming to me and saying, well, you can sit in our first class, you can sit next to me um, as their, how do you say, the, the lady, I don't know, the boarding, I don't know what it's called, I forgot. It's too early to speak English, like, it's just not working very well right now. And they offer me drinks and water and whatever it was, it just, it wouldn't work. And it was horrible, I would freak out. Um, and I tried everything, right? Like literally everything, understanding, researching, and I love talking about it because people are like, well, but do you know that it's more likely that you have a car accident? Like, honestly, I've done so many research. I've downloaded apps. I paid money to like, what's the likelihood of this airplane fall? Like literally that far. Um, I've talked with pilots. I went on private airplanes. I've seen like everything and it's just, it wouldn't go away. And one of the things that actually helped was have the visualization. I read this book, I think it was like when it still lives in Brazil, and I have no idea what it's called because I'm really bad remembering things, especially names. Um, but I read this book and it was like, visualize yourself getting the airplane. Every step of it. Visualize yourself sitting. Visualize yourself up in the sky and then it starts shaking and the turbulence and you feel the turbulence, but you are okay, you are calm. And having those thoughts literally helped me for the next time I went in the airplane. I mean, nowadays I take, you know, some medication and I feel more relaxed, but like the only thing in that moment that helps is having positive thoughts. If you're ever in a panicking situation, you know how strong your mindset is. Uh, before, I was having those panic attacks and I was in San Diego and I was just absolutely sure someone in the movie theater would be there and shoot everybody. And I would be looking around and I would be like not be able to focus on the movie. Sometimes I would have to leave because I was just so sure that was going to happen. And all these negative thoughts and they happen for a reason and they are there for a reason and there's a lot of trauma involved with bad things happening and I was just so sure something was gonna happen uh, but like literally nothing that someone else would do would change that nothing and the only person in charge of changing those thoughts was me literally me but that's how powerful our thoughts are and that's why it's very interesting to me uh, so the visualizations really helped me and I'm gonna tell you a story because I find it hilarious. So once I started reading about visualizations and affirmations and like putting your words into the universe, I was like four years ago, I think. And I really want a boyfriend, but I don't want any boyfriend. I wanted like an, a prince. I wanted like the best guy ever. So every night before I fell asleep, I would tell myself, I want a guy with this, 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 and that. I would be like, he needs to be handsome and smart and kind and do everything for me. And literally, like six months later, I started dating uh, my first boyfriend um, from Italy and we dated for about a year and did long distance relationship. And he was amazing, like so great. And I was like, oh my God, my thoughts were really powerful. And since then, or even before, I would just be like, 
putting our word into the universe. I don't know why it happens or what's what's if there's actually like any science behind it, but it ha it happens, you all. Like I'm telling you, once I start reading this book, um, you're badass at making money. I've been making affirmations about money, and I'm like, I like it's gonna be awesome. Like I'm gonna make money. I don't know how, but like it's there. The money's there. Like I, I've been making all these affirmations, and you can always do that whatever you want. Um, but I've been like writing it down and saying it out loud. Literally one day I opened my email and I received like this thousand and two hundred dollars from the universe from something I had to fill out months ago. I had literally forgotten about it and the email was in my trash inbox because I, I just didn't even read it. I put it in my, my trash inbox. And I was like, I mean it's strange but not really because I, I filled out, I just forgot about it. But I didn't even know it was like a serious thing. It was like from the government or the university. And I was like, all of a sudden I have this extra money that I, I didn't even remember I had done it. And I was like, am I crazy? Like, am I just bringing this thought thing too far and it has nothing to do and I'm just bullshitting all over? Maybe, but maybe not. Maybe there's actually something out there and that is listening. So your thoughts are very important because you choose how you're gonna show up for your life. You can literally choose how your day is gonna be just by thinking about it. So I'm no longer waking up and crying. I'm waking up and being happy and being grateful and being like energetic. Um, another thing is like the excuses that we tell, uh, we tell ourselves. So when I was in high school and then in college, all my friends during finals week, they would literally do nothing but study. They would study until 4 a.m. and they would talk about it before the exam and they would like do all those things. And part of me would like, oh my gosh, I, I wish it was like that. Like, oh my God, I, I can't, like, I, I can't be this person. Um, and I didn't want to be this person. I think it's such an over overreaction when people are like yeah I didn't sleep yeah I haven't eaten for a week yeah I have like only I've been up until 5 a.m studying and I'm like uh congrats like I don't know what reaction they expect it's like when someone says that they've been working like overtime and working until midnight and like doing all these things like they are some kind of super hero and I'm like Well, I, I'm prioritizing my eight hours to 10 hours of sleep because I'm small, but I sleep a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm hitting the gym because I need my one hour at the gym. And because if I'm 21 and giving excuses about working out because I don't have enough time, like what excuses am I going to give to myself when I'm like, hopefully 30 something and married and with children and with full time job? Like if I don't have one hour of my day to focus on myself and take care of my body, which is literally my house, my home and my mindset, like who am I trying to impress here? You know, I, I'm working for other people and I'm studying to pass this one task, but like in the long term, how many excuses am I going to give to myself? So I was never like a big fan of the overwork, overstudy and do all these things and not sleep and not eat. I mean, if that's you, That's you. I was never like that. And I don't think it's healthy and I prioritize my health over anything else. So I was like, no, the excuses I give for myself, they, they matter. Um, and I've been practicing literally sticking to my plan. I love making plans, but I'm, I can change them in a matter of seconds. And when I, I go somewhere, and I travel somewhere, most likely I'm changing my ticket last minute or I'm doing something, I'm changing something. Um, when I schedule something with a friend, most likely I'm gonna cancel, I mean, in the past, because right now I don't like doing that anymore. Um, and the excuses we give to ourselves, literally, it's a whole story. It's like, well, I did sign up for that event, but I don't really have to go because this, this, this and that, you know, like, well, maybe that friend doesn't even really like me, so I don't really have to show up. Or, you know, I don't want to go to the gym because, you know, I'm going to travel in a week. So why does it matter? The stories that we tell ourselves, they literally, they are so long. Well, I didn't apply for that job because I'm not that qualified. And because of this and that, and I don't have the experience. And I mean, whatever it is that you tell yourself, that's bullshit. That's literally your brain trying to play tricks with you. 
And if you aren't strong enough and mentally strong, like you are gonna, you're gonna let life pass by you. My therapist have been telling me that. She told me that I was letting life pass by me and I wasn't making my own decisions. I wasn't. I was literally going with the flow. Like whatever happens, happens. And although that's great and that's literally the power of the universe, we need to be very careful with the decisions that we choose to make. Because at the end of the day, we are deciding. It's not, it, nothing's gonna happen um, overnight. And nothing's gonna happen if we, uh, that's what I believe, okay? I'm not telling you what you t should believe, but I, I believe that like, although there is the universe and there's whatever it is, that's helping us to get whatever we need to get. We are the people that decide our lives and our thoughts, they matter, our words, they matter, how we talk, they matter, how we choose to show up for life matters. So that's what I was my thought about believing and, and thoughts and staying positive. And I, I choose to believe in certain things that I think a lot of people they don't, but that's the overall message like choose your thoughts wisely you all um i know i had a thought recently and it was like i wish i was like the other girls i was like well i just see all these girls and they feel like they have what they want they they like taylor swift and okay when i i'm thinking about weird shit they are literally weird so i'm like well they all like taylor swift and they all like shopping and they all have girlfriends to go for brunch and they all have this and I was like comparing myself to them and comparison is the worst thing ever like literally the worst and then I stopped for a second and I was like Carol it's okay to be different it's okay to like different things it's okay to be a different girl it's okay to like to go to bed early and to like not to party that much and and to like to be young and focus on yourself and and enjoy your life and have quiet moments and like things that a lot of girls they don't like like you are different and that's special and that's unique so it's not only about noticing your thoughts it's about reframing them and once you learn how to reframe your thoughts no matter your age no matter where you are no matter who you are with you will be much happier i don't know why i have no idea why but i like believe me you're gonna be more happy and you're gonna be more positive and you're gonna be more empowered and feel that you are making the decisions in your life because before i was feeling i was not making any decisions i was just not in a good place but honestly it was my fault yes things happen and yes i had the right to be sad but there's a point and if you're just giving yourself stories and telling yourself excuses and not wanting to get up and not wanting to put the effort to like change your mindset and you can do that through so many ways it's not only working out it's literally like i said in the beginning sit with your thought for five minutes i'm not talking about meditating because i know that's very hard it's harder than it seems i'm saying like sit with your thought don't do anything don't text anyone don't go and eat something or go and like you know maybe after that yes it's good of course don't just sit in your thoughts the entire day and be depressed i'm saying for a moment really think about what you're thinking i like journaling i love writing because it helps me to understand what am i actually thinking uh and recently i've been questioning myself like i like playing like a little journalist with myself so i'm like what are you feeling how can you change this feeling? I, and I write that down because it's like when you see what you're reading and what you're thinking, you're like, wow, okay, I see. And then you move on. Okay, so I hope that helped someone today. Um, I know it's easier saying than doing, but if you are in a bad place, literally the best advice I can give you is think about it and talk about it. Talk about it to yourself ask questions for yourself and just know that the universe has something beautiful planned for you and lastly be careful with what you wish because it may as well happen my dad has always told me that and i i in the beginning i didn't understand and then it was like oh 
I get it. Sometimes you want something so badly and you ask the universe. I know that some time ago I was like, I'm so confused. I want answers. I want answers. I want answers. The way that God and the universe gives you answers, it might not be the way that you want to receive them. But you just have to accept and embrace the moment and live through it. And everything will be okay. I promise it will be okay. All right? So... Love you all. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And I will talk with you all next week. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I hope you had an awesome, blast, amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoyed it with your family and friends and you ate a great amount of awesome food. <laughs> My family and I, we don't really celebrate it uh, because we are from Brazil. So our Christmas is kind of our Thanksgiving. But the entire time I've been in the U.S., uh, I've always liked how everyone comes together. I mean, I still, you know, kind of find some problems with Thanksgiving, but, you know, it's fine, it's fine, everything's fine. I still hope that you had an awesome time, and, you know, sometimes when family get together, there can be some drama and some stuff, but just uh, overall trying to get the best out of the situation and spending time with your family members and your loved ones, it's always very awesome, even if it's, like, just among friends or co-workers or you know like whoever it is as long as you're with people that you love that's what matters so hope you all had a great time uh i wanted to talk about today little things that i've done that i've changed in my life or that i have in my routine that i think it might be very helpful for you i see a lot of people that are in our 20s and they leave of course, whatever lifestyle they want. But I had so many people coming to me and say, I don't know where you find the motivation to work out. I don't know how you can sleep so early. I don't know how you wake up so early. I don't know how you can do your jobs and work out and study. And I don't find myself being any superhero or anything, but I do think I, I... I'm very good at certain things that I incorporated in my day-to-day -day basis, in my routine. And I think it's it's nice to share, you know? Um, why not? So, a few things that I, I've been doing recently, not only in my, you know, forever life, but recently that has been changing my life. First of all, I've downloaded this app called Insight Timer. Is that what's called? Um... Yes, Inside Timer. It's a meditation app. I pay, but I think there's stuff there for free as well. Uh, but I think I pay like, I don't know, less than five bucks a month or something like that. I, I paid one time, whatever it is. And I do this meditation before going to bed. Now, I don't know how is your how your brain works or what's your routine or your schedule looks like. But I would have a hard time going to bed and falling asleep because I'm such an anxious person and the thoughts would run my mind and I would be thinking and thinking and thinking and oh my gosh I could think for like I could literally map my entire life or whatever I have to do next year or next day like it matters it does not matter you all you're going to bed the only thing that matters is you sleep you rest so a new day can begin and you know when you're so anxious about not sleeping that you can't even fall asleep that would be me 50% of the time. So with this app, what it does, uh, I can pick if I want just a chill song, like rain, rain or just things like that. But I also like to put in some uh, meditation and some affirmations uh, other than just music because it kind of makes me feel like I focus so much on the words and I'm like doing a mindful meditation and like affirmations while I'm about to sleep and then if I fall asleep my brain just keeps hearing those words and for some reason I've been falling asleep so quickly the past couple weeks and I've been waking up feeling so great 
So that's something that I strongly recommend. It's nice to have some noise in the background as well. Like I don't I I don't think I can sleep without it anymore. It's really life-changing to me. Something else that I've been doing and if you know me, you're going to laugh. Don't laugh. But I've been putting one alarm to wake up. And a lot of you may do that already, but before if I would have to wake up at 9 or 8, I would put an alarm for 7, 7.05, 7, like 7.10, 7.20, and so on, just to make sure, you know, just to make sure I get up. Well, now I put my alarm at 7. I'll be honest, I also put an alarm at 7.20 just to, like, be extra careful, but I've been literally waking up at 7. Not 6, not 5, not 7, 37 every day and what that made my body realize is that I have a time to wake up and now I wake up every day at seven Saturday Sunday Monday doesn't matter if I go to bed even at like 12 or 1 a.m I still wake up at seven and it's been really good because before I would put an alarm one day for like six because I wanted to wake up early and then the following day I would wake up at like eight you know, I can say like 11 because I don't think I've ever slept that long. But uh, I just don't have, I wouldn't have like a, a time set to wake up. And I think your body really knows. And it's been really good to have a specific time to wake up. If you want to start waking up earlier, do not start by setting your alarm three hours before you wake up in your regular time. Put 10 minutes, 20, 30, and be consistent. Do a week of waking up 30 minutes earlier. And then the following week, do one hour earlier and so on. That's my second tip. Um, the third tip and something I've been really good at is journaling and affirmations. Now, if you heard, if you listened to the other podcast that I did about mindfulness uh, and just being present and really like understanding what you're doing, um, you are probably gonna think this is kind of obvious, but if you have never done journaling, I don't think I can encourage you to do it more. I'm a big writer person, I love writing, but I have never been consistent writing. I would say, well, I'm going to keep a journal and do it for a week and then forget and then just not do it. And now I do it every day. And the day that I don't do it, I just feel weird. I feel like I need to vent and venting to a paper. It's oh, my gosh, it's so relieving. Like, trust me, you got to do it. And I don't like only telling my feelings, right? Because sometimes they're just feeling good. And I don't want to just write, I'm feeling good. Today was a good day. Some people do it and that's fine you do whatever you want but I like asking myself questions how am I feeling why am I feeling this way what do you want to say to whom you want to say that why just start like um being my own therapist in this sense and writing letters to myself letter to myself from Carol of 10 years old letter to myself and getting to Practice your memory and practice what you did yesterday and uh, putting in a record like what you did, how you're feeling at this moment in your life and really feeling our emotions. I, I think it's so important. Like, I don't think I can emphasize anymore how important it is to write. And you will see that after maybe the first time you don't feel anything and the second time you don't feel anything. But after a couple of times you, you've done it, you realize that maybe all you needed was to put into words what you were feeling. Maybe you didn't need to call anyone. Maybe you didn't need to, like, understand the situation. All you needed to do was to put into words what you were feeling. Are you angry? Are you upset? Are you frustrated? Are you anxious? Are you happy? What are you feeling? I don't think we ask those questions enough in our day to day and I think this leads to us not being present and just living life without being mindful that we are living life and what that made me do was to every day would pass and I would kind of forget about it I always said that I have a bad memory 
Oh, I can't remember my childhood. Well, it was full of tra- trauma. Like, why do you think that that's happening? But I would be like, well, I can't remember what I ate yesterday. I can't remember what I did last weekend. I can't... Well, I don't say that anymore. Because I don't want to have that energy. Even in my, my life or in my brain. I don't want to be the person who forgets. I want to just be more present and more mindful and a very good way of doing it is by journaling and like registering and and going back and seeing like oh my mind was playing tricks with me that's how I felt three months ago or that's why I was feeling this way it's so important so that's the third tip extremely important uh and so it is affirmations you all Since I've started looking at myself in the mirror and saying, you are dope, Carol, everything has changed. I mean, I consider myself with a pretty high self-esteem. I legitimately think I am beautiful. I'm smart. I think I'm a hell of a catch. I think I'm like ambitious and I have goals and I'm so proud of being 21 and getting my master's and, you know, living the dream that I've always uh, chased for and having loved ones like I legitimately think that all the things I say they are valid and I believe in them I believe in my words but there's always a but (laughs) but we forget sometimes we forget depending on the situation and depending on if someone made you feel a certain way we can forget so whenever you know I would do things for other people, right? I I love birthdays. I love celebrating other people's lives. I love making people feel they matter. And whenever my birthday would come up or whenever I wouldn't feel that special, I would feel not enough. I would feel like I, I don't matter to people. I Maybe I'm not that great of a person. Whenever I get rejected by a job, I would feel... I'm not that smart. And I would have all those beliefs based on external circumstances. In other words, I would say I am smart because I graduated and because I'm getting my master's and because I studied this and that and because I have this GPA. It wasn't I'm smart and I believe in that regardless of what's happening in my life. I'm smart, period. Same with I am beautiful. It's like, I am beautiful. And that's based on what people say. And that's based on ta-na-na-na-na. It's not like I am beautiful regardless of how many pounds I have or whoever is... Like, you know, it's like it always had an external circumstance. And I didn't want this anymore. I wanted to really believe in those words. I wanted to be positive, the kind of human that I think I can be and energetic every single day. I told you all about when I started doing my affirmations for money. Literally money showed up in my life. I'm not even kidding. Like you have to go back and listen to that podcast that I talk about. All of a sudden I have like a thousand bucks in my account and I didn't even know I I had it. Um, The affirmations, they matter. Like when you want to attract something and you put that into the world, it's extremely important because that shit's going to go back to you. Like, believe me. If you say to yourself that you are a horrible person, you are ugly, you are fat, you are not smart enough, you're not good enough, that you can't attract good people and good friends and you only are in bad relationships with people that you don't... Like, honestly, I can say all my relationships, I've been the happiest. I felt so loved. And I think that's because of the energy that I put in the world and the person that I am and my standards but also because the things I've I've told myself that I wouldn't I never said you know you accept the love you think you deserve and I've always said I I think I deserve a guy who is nice to me who makes bed and breakfast a breakfast in bed who, who makes me coffee who is kind who loves his family who is smart and has ambition ambitions and have his goals and all these things, and I've attracted those people in my life. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm so grateful for everyone that I've dated, and I think a big part of it is because I, I claim that's what I wanted. So, 
that's my fourth tip for you all. Like, you gotta make those affirmations. I love that. Last thing, I think th five things are good things. Last thing is gonna sound silly, but the cold shower that I've been taking, I don't know what is in the water or if there is like a, a chemical reason or whatever it is. I swear to God, even during the cold days, I don't even take like a full cold shower, okay? I take a regular shower and then the last two minutes of my bath, I, I put the coldest water and I just let, let in my body. And oh my gosh, it's like it's cleaning my soul. And while, <laughs> I, I was sound crazy. And while the water is like going through my body, I'm being like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I am beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm gonna sound so so stupid right now, um, but that's what I do, and that changes my day. I don't know why, but it just brings me a good vibe. Um, other things that I do that I always think that are important: if you're working from home, brush your hair, brush your teeth, put a little bit of makeup, or don't put makeup if you don't want, but like wash your face. Put nice clothes on. That's gonna change the mood of the day. Don't do work in the bed. The bed should be for like sleep and sex only. Okay, that's it. The bedroom, that's the purpose of the bedroom. You shouldn't eat in your bedroom. You shouldn't study in your bedroom. You shouldn't even work in your bedroom. Like sometimes, you know, you don't have an option. But even if you if that's the case, then organize your space. That's you know another thing that I can say that changed my life. Clean your space, clean your clothes, clean your environment. That's where you live. Like, don't treat your home like you wouldn't treat your body. Like, don't put a lot of shit in it. Like, clean it. You know, that's your space. That's, that's where you are. You know, make your bed every day. I always make my bed every day. I'm not going to tell you I do it every first thing in the morning. I don't. Like, honestly, don't go for the rules of anybody else. For me, the first thing that I do in the morning, honestly, is I wake up, check my phone a little bit, and I've been trying to not do that, but I check my phone, and then I take a look out when I'm very tired. Like, that's the first thing that I do. I don't meditate. I don't stretch. I don't do yoga. I don't go for a run. I take my dog out, and I come back, and when I come back, I need to have my coffee. So... Don't go for like, oh, that's what you should do. It's your routine. You know what's best for you. But I'm saying at some point, do your bed. Clean your space. Clean yourself. Go outside for a walk. A walk during quarantine has changed my life. Every time I'm sad, I go for a walk and I no longer feel sad. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Um... All those little things, they change your life. And I know when you're sad and when you're anxious or when you're mad, those things, it's like they don't matter. Uh, and when I was in a very big funk the past couple months, there was some days that the best thing I could do for myself was all these beautiful things, right? This productive cleaning and working out and eating well and journaling and meditating. Awesome. And some other days, the best thing I could do for myself was to buy myself a chocolate croissant and watch a movie and feel my feelings or call a friend. Self-care has so many ways and it's not a linear process for anyone, especially if you're going through something difficult. But in general, I would say doing those little things have really changed my routine especially living alone, especially living away from family. You keep yourself occupied, you keep your mind clean, you can sleep, you feel rested. If you exercise even better, if you eat clean even better, these are things you can do for yourself if you want to live a, a long life and feel good about it. I can say I feel good. Every day I feel great. And as always... Be grateful and try the little things, okay? So I hope you enjoy your weekend. You're enough. You don't need anyone else but you. You're beautiful. You're kind. You're smart. I hope you got something away from this. Hope you enjoy your weekend. 
stay healthy, stay positive, stay the independent, awesome girl or guy that you are. All right? Take care and bye-bye. Hello, friends. How are you all doing today? I know I have not recorded my Monday podcast. Um, hopefully you noticed, but if it didn't, that's all good. I'm telling you, I didn't record it. And it was, I had it ready. I had one podcast ready, um, but I don't think I'm ready to release it yet. So, you know, maybe maybe another time I will. Um, and then since I didn't want to post the one that I had it ready, I needed to create a different one, but I wasn't able to because my phone broke the night before. I lost my AirPods, my keys. My mom and my sister were leaving on Monday night. Um, and then I am getting ready this week to leave. I, I leave to Brazil on Friday morning. And although I'm very excited... It's a lot to do. I need to get my third shot of the vaccine and I need to get tested and pack and hang out with Luke and say bye to a couple friends. So, you know, um, maybe that's something that I can talk about today because honestly, I don't have a script, but I really like feeling productive and I really like feeling I'm living life. Um, But it's very important that you take care of your mental health. And mental health will be a huge topic in this podcast because everyone struggles. And that's not really just on our 20s. It's since, like, we are children. Since we are kids, it goes until, you know, our, um, until we are, like, old. From all people, all ages, we all can experience some, um, you know, mental health issues. I don't know if I said this before, but my father is diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I have severe anxiety. Um, I had some panic attacks in the past. I'm very happy to say I don't experience that anymore. I have other relatives that suffer with depression and ADHD, Although I don't know if ADHD is really like a mental health concern or if it's just more like, a, I, I'm not sure, okay? But you, you got the picture. So I've always had to be very aware of the way that I interact with people. Um, but a lot of people don't know how to interact with certain people, right? Like what I can say is like from my experience, a lot of the symptoms that I have, I've heard so many times in the past, like, oh my gosh, you just gotta relax. Or, and I know none of those words are really meant to hurt. Sometimes they are, you know? So you all know those kind of people who are like, yeah, they are saying those stuff to hurt you. But most people, they, they care about you. And because they care about you, they don't wanna see yourself labeling with something kind of negative. Like when I tell people that I, I take medication for anxiety because it's, It's really bad and it was prescribed and my goal for this year is to no longer take it, but it does take a lot of work, okay, y'all? Like, I, I've suffered major traumas in my childhood that, like, I, I still experience triggers nowadays. So, the anxiety is one of the ways that it's not only based on my personality, it also is based on uh, past trauma. So, it needs to be something, it's like a broken arm. You can't just, like stay positive that your broken arm is gonna heal like i don't know maybe thus i don't i don't even know that but like it's okay to take the medication if you have to it shouldn't it shouldn't be a stigma and a lot of people they have this stigma my own father is like super against it my mom was super against it in the beginning and because it's like they don't want to recognize that you have to take that for whatever reason, like they don't want to see you hurting. But it doesn't need to be a hurt. It's actually meant for you to feel better and like a way to improve yourself. And it's part of the process of healing and getting to know yourself. And, you know, in some cases, it depends. It's case by case, but I'm talking about my experience. So going back to that, right, Let, let's stick to my experience. Can't speak for everyone.
Uh, and I heard so many people saying, well, you can just like stay positive. You're such a positive person. Like, wh why do you need a medication? Or you are so young. I can't believe you're going that route. And although this really annoys the shit out of me, I can understand. It's not like I want to take those either. It's not like I haven't tried to get rid of them. But it's not also like I, I'm not talking with professionals in the area, a psychiatrist, a therapist, um, and not doing the extra work like exercising and drinking water and sleeping well and taking care of my body and my mental health in other areas, you know. It's just something that is part of the process. So I think like if you have friends who struggle through something, um, really be sure. Oh my God, I couldn't speak right now. Really be sure to give them space and ask if they need help, all right? Some people, when going through some depressions or going through something, they don't want to talk. They need space. They want to, you know, be checked in and it's nice if you check in, but they don't want to talk. I'm the opposite, for example. I'm, whenever I'm in my lowest or my highest, I need to speak. I need to communicate. And sometimes that is like overly because... I don't know, my personality, but not everyone is the same. So it, it doesn't never, I don't think you should ever say to yourself, well, I would act differently or that person doesn't have enough problems or, oh my gosh, there's people that are, um, one time I hear, I heard like, well, you don't really have a problem. Like, come on, you're healthy. You, you have stuff. You're leaving the United States. Like, why are you complaining? You all, and that's why we're getting so sick. First, because we compare ourselves to everyone else, literally everyone else, on social media or not. Whoever has the best job or the best relationship or the best living situation or the best healthy family, we compare ourselves all the time. And I talk about it in this podcast before. But the second thing is we... We need to acknowledge our problems. There's always going to be someone who is worse than us and better than us. Richer and poorer. Happier or sadder. Whatever it is. More healthy, more beautiful. And there's always going to be someone who has less. So we shouldn't really compare ourselves or underestimate how we feel or our struggles, our past, our traumas, just because it's not quote-unquote, important enough. Every person is going through a different battle, and I think we are in this earth to be kind to one another. I really try to preach that and put into practice. I really try to be the friend that I wanted to be, that I wanted to have in my life. I wanted to be a better daughter, a better sister. I want to be a better employee, a better student, a better friend, a better girlfriend, or whatever it is. I want to keep learning and sharing and growing, you know, uh, that's who I am. So I think that always starts with communicating, being kind. Um, I, I said that one time in my Instagram, uh, I was walking and I decided to simply one day not have my headphone, um, my earplugs, and I was walking and smiling to people and complimenting people for someone who perhaps is going through a major crisis in their lives or who does who lives alone or and doesn't really hear the compliments or you know they they're not feeling their best version something like that it's really important it's sometimes it's essential that one comment can literally be the best thing of their day it it can and for their mental health it can be very essential okay um It's also very important that with mental health and anxiety or depression, whatever you are going through, does not let, does not let that define who you are. You are not your anxiety. You are not your depression. You are not your bipolar disorder. And you are definitely not your sad days. That's not who you are. And it's, it's difficult because whenever we are experiencing that, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe I'm that person. I'm that friend who cancels last minute because I get social anxiety and people don't get it. 
I'm the friend who, you know, like it's always complaining about the time because time is such a, it's like a big thing in my life. And it's, it, it really, it really with like, I'm talking about my experience, um, whenever someone is late, it bothers me, but it like, it deeply, deeply, deeply bothers me. So I'm always on time or early for whatever I have going on in my life, right? Like I can go to class or to a job or to a friend's house or coffee, whatever it is, I'm going to be earlier. I'm going to be on time in the very least. So when someone isn't like that, I get so mad and so frustrated and that can literally disrupt my entire day. And on one hand, I got to work on that, right? It's like, it's my responsibility that I live a happy, healthy, like stress-free life. Like I don't want to get mad because someone is five minutes late. That's not my end goal, but it does happen. And it's really hard to explain that to people who don't go through the same feeling or the same situation, right? So I've learned that something that has been really helping me is meditation, I told that before, every night before I sleep, I meditate uh, with the help of the app that I've been downloading, that I've downloaded, um, briefing exercises, trying to be present and trying to be focused on my breath. Y'all, the one thing that is constant in our lives, and it's crazy to think about that, and it trips my head. It's, it's us. It's our briefing. It's what we are doing in the exact same moment. And what I've been, whenever I'm feeling extremely anxious or sad or I let emotion come, come out, right? I, I think to myself, okay, why am I feeling this way? But can I change how am I feeling right now? If the answer is no, like if can I change the situation I'm in? If the answer is no, like it's literally your choice to keep being sad or try to do something about it. It's our choice to stay or to leave. So I'm telling you all, don't, don't let those moments, don't let those episodes, don't let the feelings or the waves, or even if you're experiencing that daily, do not let that define who you are. Ways that I do that, it's affirmations. Tell yourself how amazing and awesome you are until you believe in that shit. I'm telling you all, like, fake until you make it. Look at yourself and say a hundred times how beautiful you are. Even if in the beginning you don't believe in that. You're just like, no, but my nose, but my hair, blah, blah, whatever. No, understand those thoughts, but like let them pass through and ignore them or like just acknowledge them and, and move on, right? Um, it's, it's okay. So don't let those episodes define who you are. And lastly, talk with someone about it. I've been always someone who keeps things for myself, although I love talking and it's funny how I love talking in my social media, my Instagram, but the one-on-one kind of thing, I don't like it. I'm not open with my family. I wasn't open with my friends. I was open to like my, my partners, right? In the past, which kind of made me very codependent emotionally and it was horrible, you all. Like, it's great. Of course, you're going to want your boyfriend to be there for you. And of course, you're going to share everything with the person that you share the bad or whatever you have a relationship with. But if that's the only person that you're counting on to vent about your family problems and your friend who sucks and how sad you are all the time, like, uh, like how how do you expect, you know, to have some sort of like, positive energy going on like yes they should be there for you but they should not be the only person that there for you and i learned that in the hard way <laughs> anyways recently i've been counting on my friends a lot but even then i'm realizing that they can't they can't just be there for me whenever I have to vent and I'm negative like I really believe in energy well like I can make another episode whole like fully on energy I believe in energy and if you're just giving bad energy to your friends to your boyfriend to your family complaining being sad like come on you you gotta be some be there for yourself too but going back, I'm all over this podcast. I'm sure you cannot follow my thoughts right now. I hope you can. 
Um, that's on one hand, right? Like, don't always just be negative. But on the other hand, have them in your life. Because I always thought I didn't want to give them bad energy that I didn't share anything. And recently, I've been sharing a lot and opening up my heart to someone that is not my therapist. And wow, it's been really good. It's been really good. So be the kind of friend who is there for other people. And if your friend is being too much and you're like really just having your own issues, like have a frank conversation. I'm all about communication, you all. Like we don't communicate enough, although we think we do. Sometimes I th I hear people being like, oh my God, like she talks so much or, or something like that. But like, are you really listening? And that's just my personal thought. You can ignore it. Um, so communicate with your friends. If they're your friends, you can you should be able to like tell them anything or your partner. Like, hey, you're just complaining a lot and I'm here for you. But maybe you can also talk with a friend, a family member. I've never done that, I think. I think my reaction was always like, you got to be there for me. You, I, I expect you to be available and have the emotion ability to like handle my emotions and that's like thinking like that is just like it's not right and you gotta have people in your life um but yes if you're going through something like anxiety depression a hard time let them know because as much as people love to be there for you if you close yourself badly enough that you don't let anyone in and anyone help and you don't want to listen to anyone and you just want to isolate yourself it's gonna be a really hard to get out of there okay so as a friend be there for people and as the person who is going through try as much as you can to open up as much as you're comfortable with and tell them hey i need your help hey i need you to call me more often hey I, I, I need you to come here, you know, ask for help. Most of the time, people are really willing, are really willing to help, but not if you don't ask for it. So I really wanted to talk to you all about that today. I know maybe this podcast is like a little over, uh, all over the places. Um, just a little bit of what's going on in my life. Like I said, I'm going to Brazil And this week I had a photo shoot for my gym. I care so much about like fitness and mental health and like taking care of my body. So doing the photo shoot was extremely awesome. I love that. Um, I'm finishing up my classes and once I finish them, I'm gonna do a whole episode on what was this semester. I promise you all. Like once I'm done with my classes, I will tell you every single thing I went through this semester. And uh, oh my gosh, it was a lot. But I think I'm about to survive. It's the November 30th. I think this podcast is going to go live on Friday when I travel. So by the time you're going to be listening to this, I'll probably be on my way to the airport. And yes, like I said, I I went through so much and I'm about to be over with this year. And honestly, I'm not usually someone who's like, oh, I'm so excited for next year, but I'm okay with 2021. I think I, I, 2021 taught me a lot of things and I'm gonna definitely do a podcast about everything that I learned this year. I wanna write down everything that I'm grateful for that happened in my life and I'm gonna write down everything that happened in a positive way. And even the things that I think they are bad and that I'm sad about, they always teach you something. I don't want to sound like freaking Gandhi or someone whose life is perfect and has her shit together. For months, I didn't have my shit together. I was my worst. I was like literally the worst person that I knew. I was not in my best shape. I was very sad in my lowest, doing things I'm not proud of, like being a person that I'm not proud of being, you all. But at some point, I had to be like choose who I want to become and make a decision. So 2021 was awesome, but I definitely am looking forward for next year, you know? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to being in Brazil, renew my visa. I wouldn't be going to Brazil if I wouldn't have to renew my visa because it's not 
the best time to go and hopefully I don't get stuck there with the variant. So please pray for me. Uh, but I will be there and I'm going to Argentina to spend some time with my best friend and I'm going to go to Uruguay to spend Christmas with my father and be by the beach. I'm so excited for that. And then spend my birthday with my two childhood best friends who have been there for me the entire year. And I'm so glad. I'm so grateful for them, for all my friends. I love you all if you're listening to this, okay? So a lot of things happening. Um, I've been doing some interviews for internships and that's something that I definitely would like to talk with you all about um, one day as well. And just really looking forward for new adventures, meeting new people, feeling like my best version. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are enough. You don't need anyone in this life. Anyone can live your life. Your husband can leave you, your boyfriend can break up, your friend can travel to another country, your parents can pass away. Everything is temporary, including your own life. So like, leave the moment and choose in the moment to be happy and choose being grateful and choose to briefing. If you're going through a hard time right now, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to talk with you about it. I'm here for you. This is for you. Hoping that something that I say is going to help you in your journey. So please take care of yourself. Next episode, I'll be in Brazil. So very excited for it. Take care. Love you all.